Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765-233-2640. Again, that's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Susan Orbaugh, owner of Grand Grilling Catering. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Thursday, October 8th at 11.30 to 1, they are having a virtual lunch and learn. Awesome. I love those things. I know. They're pretty cool. This one is called Setting the Pace for Change. Well, there's a lot of change going on right now. There is, for sure. And Thresetta Briggs is a certified John Maxwell speaker, trainer, and coach. She will be facilitating this conversation. Those John Maxwell people are amazing. They are amazing. And I've heard her speak a couple different times, and she's really, she's very good. Leaders who will be the most successful in the world today, whether in companies, as entrepreneurs, or those in the community, are not those who can only adapt to and navigate chaotic change but who have the capacity to anticipate and create readiness for it so that they can facilitate the pace for its effectiveness while helping others to do the same. What is everybody going to learn out of this thing? You're going to learn your individual change agility. So how you deal with change, how you deal with change. I'll tell you me right now. Not very well. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like change. You'll understand the different pace between managing and leading change. Okay. And determine focus areas for improving your change agility. And you can learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Testing one, two, three. Perfect. Test, right. test one, two. From Grand Grilling to go. No, no, not the to go part. Just Grand Grilling. It's just, just Grand Grilling? Nobody can understand the to go part. So we kind of <laughs> dropped it, but oh. now everything's to go because of COVID. So, you know, they probably understand it now, but right. we just dropped it. You just dropped it. Right. Yeah. In the studio, we have Susan Orball of Grand Grilling Catering. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Well, awesome. Good. Thank you for stopping Did by you bring us any pork? Pork burgers. No, Those pork no, burgers I was going to bring you some pulled pork. Pulled pork. Mm. I forgot. That's I'm sorry. Right. That's Don't okay. worry. I get uh, plenty uh, on weekends doing DJ gigs and things like that. I and of course, you you're one of my favorite vendors. <laughs> when I see the, uh, the the pig van, I call it, uh, <laughs> the pig van. in the parking lot, I know I'm going to eat you're good that eat night. Good so. food. That's good. true. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Well, I'm from... I don't say Muncie because I've lived in the county all my life, but I've lived in Delaware County all my life. And I have some connection with downtown. When I was in high school, um, my sister and I walked downtown a lot. So that was before the mall, and our mother worked at Sears um, in the credit department. We'd go down and see her, go to all the other stores, loved Woolworths, and, you know, just that was my connection to downtown. But I'm from the county. I'm a county girl. Okay. Now, the, the Sears building is now going to be Accutech. Is right. that correct? Yes. Yes. They've so made quite the transformation over there. Every yeah. day oh, yeah. it was, when I drive by, I look in the windows to see what they're working on. Yeah, it was CrossFit there for quite a while, and, yeah. now, and now they're going to be Accutech. So I think it's a good use of a old building. I think so, too. At least they didn't make another parking lot. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Where'd you go to high school at? 
I went to school all 12 years at Daleville. Daleville. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yep. You might be our first Daleville graduate, I think. You're a Bronco are. then. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm a Bronco. Good job of knowing that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. Thank you. <laughs> What'd you do before economic development? Let me ask that. Well, I, back in the 70s, you know, yeah. t- kind of predates me. Um, I worked four years at Merchants Bank, okay. First Merchants Bank, and you know various other little various and sundry other little jobs okay and then i worked uh, about four years i believe at um, st gobain okay i worked in the engineering department um you know there was big mass organization so i kind of helped organize that there well there it wasn't a map room but it was a blueprint room okay they used the drawers like they use for maps yeah and i worked there and i really liked that job i even worked at dunkirk for a little while um and then Hurricane Katrina came along. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was working as a temporary there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, full-time. But they were, they were so good to us. They treated us all as if we were employees. You mm-hmm. know, any time the employees got some perk, we got the same thing. So I loved that job. But um, I was working at Dunkirk at the plant out the glass plant out there when hurricane katrina came along and they had to they felt like they had to let go of all their non-essential temporary personnel so there was even some people that worked in the in the factory side for years and they'd let them go because they were afraid of what natural gas prices were going to do with the hurricane okay and you know that's all they used was natural gas oh yeah it would be a big hit to your bottom line a big hit so yeah so there was a lot of jobs i have had that were I loved, but, you know, they just, for one reason or another, just didn't last very long. I love my job that I'm doing now. Yeah, you're the boss <laughs> yeah. lady. Oh, yeah. I'm the boss. You don't have to answer to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have yeah. people that I, you know, we bounce ideas oh, off yeah. of each other and have a sounding board. And, and unbeknownst to me, Ron knew he had some health problems, and he'd ask this guy that if he would help me keep the business going after he was gone, if, if it came to that at some point in time. And he's done an excellent job. Awesome. So oh, that's good that Ron yeah. had that foresight to, yeah. to think about those kinds of things and all that. Well, I guess the reason we got started, and we helped the local Delaware County slash Blackford County pork producers used to cook at different festivals and stuff. There used to be a Buck Creek Festival. There was a Matthews Bridge Festival. And they'd, you know, take a whole weekend, and they had a large charcoal grill and grill pork chops and pork burgers. Mm-hmm couple people said hey can you do a little pig roast for us and we get a small pig and roast that and you know get it to them. and then hey can you do some baked beans or green beans and macaroni and cheese or something to go with that so that's you know we just kind of slowly got started you know just because people ask mm-hmm. ron hated to tell anybody no when i first met you you were at the chamber of commerce now how long yes. were you there um I, there's the um again i was there a about five years, I believe. Okay. Or maybe just short of six. I don't really recall for sure. I love the job. Like the, all the different things that we were able to do and all the job announcements because I worked actually in economic development. Green Grilling got so busy that my husband, Ron, hired me away. He says, I need your help. He says, the phone's just going crazy. I can't cater because the phone keeps ringing. Blah, blah, blah. So I left there in 2011. Yeah, and you've been doing the catering since then. And I've been doing the then. catering ever Tell since. Tell us about the catering business, how it came about and, and where it's going. Well, we had our um, 
disagreements or you know agreed to disagree on when we actually started because you just never know you don't write that date down yeah but I think it was sometime in 2000 2001 something like that okay you know we were kind of under the radar for a while and then we got you know the catering license and all that kind of started back that that long ago and and the business just you know keeps growing and growing and and got and to the point where he was the, like, you've got to come over. Help. Some help. And even our son at that time, when he was, you know, before he had kids and everything, he helped a lot, but he doesn't so much anymore. He has another full-time job. He does a little, but I'm pretty much it right now. And I, you know, I have some good help, but I'm, I guess I'm the boss through default now. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to talk about it too much, but Ron did pass away. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that and how that changed the business for you. He'd been in kind of ill health for a while, but he hit it well. Mm-hmm. And when we went to Georgia to visit our son, he had just started dialysis two weeks before that. And he came home one day all excited, said, hey, they said I could travel. Well, what he didn't know or what they didn't say was that, you know, you need to get things set up so you can have dialysis while you're out of town. So I said, okay, you know, we'll get plane tickets and we'll fly down. Plan on to be gone from Monday to Thursday. The second day we were there I think we got approval to get some dialysis he went the next day we went to Savannah because we were an hour south of there Mm -hmm. and uh, while he was having the treatment he went unresponsive with cardiac arrest has it been a little over a year well just a little over a year and a half okay it was in March of last year so then you're the so all of a sudden I'm the boss you're the boss you're the boss So what was that uh, transition like for you? We had an extra. That's a double whammy. There, if you think mean, about yeah, it. that's a lot. <laughs> Last year was maybe a quadruple whammy. Yeah. In late January, I lost my mother. She passed away, but she'd been in very ill health for a long time. And then 10 days later, my stepbrother that I was very fond of, he suddenly passed away of a heart attack. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and the, and the day after we buried my mom, this is the big important part of the whole story, is we had a fire in our catering kitchen. Oh, goodness. It was the week that was very, very cold, like 20 and 30 below, and our pipes froze. Our son, Rock, was home from Georgia for his grandmother's funeral. And Ron says, hey, let's go out and see if we can thaw those pipes out. So famous last words, it was a mobile home that we were working out of, and they were under the mobile home with a... uh, Crawl space there, salamander. Crawl space, yeah, with a salamander, and it decided to miss fire and shot out a big plume of fire and the rest is unfortunately history uh didn't completely destroy it but just smoke damage water damage oh yeah fire damage you know we couldn't use it fortunately we had another building that we could use it was made into a kitchen and we just mainly used it for storage Mm -hmm. but the health department was gracious enough to allow us to use that as we got a new building and before Ron passed, we knew what we were going to do about a new building. So suddenly, when after he was gone, it was my task to figure out how we were going to get it finished because um, it was just a building down to the studs. Oh, goodness. That's it a was whole other Yeah, thing. it was a portable building, you know, like you see at the barn lot. In yeah. fact, that's where that one came from. But it was a larger building, 16 by 40, I believe, and very nice looking on the outside but inside you walked in it was just to the studs with me and the two other guys that were working for me at that time we got it done Um, we hired some help to get things done uh, finished up by getting a contractor in september 
because I said, guys, I said, we got to get this building done so we can use the air conditioning before we have to use the heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, eight months and two days to the date of the fire, we moved into the new building. So uh, we had a little trouble with some contractors along the way. And as the boss, I actually did have to fire a contractor and okay. hire a new one. But um, we got it done. And awesome. we're very thrilled to be in our new building. That's good. So I what's mean, the future look like? Keep on keeping on? Yeah, we're going to keep on keeping on for a okay. few more years. Okay. At this point in time, I guess I'm old enough to retire, but I'm not planning on it. <laughs> not anytime soon anyway. So I'm going to keep on keeping on. So. so with COVID, that's put mm-hmm. a damper on a lot of things. How has that affected you and the catering and the events you do well, and all that? Well, I think the last catering I did was on Tuesday after... Uh, they announced that all the schools were closing and everything. Back in March. Yes. And okay. um, a friend of mine, her uncle had passed away, and she wanted me to do the funeral dinner. So we did do the funeral dinner. And that was the last catering I did until, well, I did a couple of, um, like, a nursing home. I okay. Went okay. I fed the nursing home there at Yorktown because they just were having awful time. Oh, yeah. Awful bad news with all the COVID and uh and then another group, she said, these people buy for me. Uh, well, Sue Dalton, mm-hmm. she had me do a meal for a group that buys supplies and things off of her. So those were the only really two caterings I did the whole time until about the last of July. Okay. Now, the thing that kept me going was farmer's markets. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a hold of Moth because she'd started an outside drive through market. Moth Danner. Yeah, yep. yeah Moth Danner. And she says, I would love to have you. So uh, the next to the last Saturday in March, we were outside. And fortunately, we didn't have any bad weather. But um, <laughs> I sold frozen pork for all that time until about the la- next to the last Saturday night in, uh, in May. First of May, we started at Minatrista. So they opened up, socially distanced, all of us wearing, you know, wearing masks and gloves and everything. Same with Moth. And they didn't do a drive-through, but they had everybody in a different parking lot, so it was much bigger. We could mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. out. So from that time until the last part of June, we just sold frozen meat all that time. And then in late June, we finally got to start grilling, as we've always done since 2004. Oh, yeah. We've been at the Minatrista Market since 2004. Really? Can you imagine that? Wow. Um, and people were grateful. Um, crowds still haven't come back. There's still people being very careful. You know, I, I'm not going to complain because a business is not great, but it's good. Well, that's that's good. It could yeah. be a, a yeah. whole yeah. lot And worse. with watching my grandkids, I don't have time to do a lot. But with the help, the good help that I have, you know, we manage to do what we can. Awesome. I know I went through the uh, drive through yes, market yes. a couple times. At, at, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and meat was in high demand, high demand. Yes, it was. Yes. in it was. April, May, and June. I yeah. know that because I was out there trying to find steaks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Steak or pork or any, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can only eat spaghetti for so long. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Businesses pick back up late mm-hmm. July through August. Uh, events, weddings, different things like that? Um, I did. I've kind of done a couple birthday parties, a 50th anniversary party, but most of them have been weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did my first daytime business lunch just uh, just yesterday. Oh, okay. You know, 
that all went away when all the businesses oh, yeah. were working oh, yeah. from home. And it still has not come back. No, it has not. Because a lot of them are saying, you know, kind of check back with them, say, how are things going? And they said, well, it might be January before we start working in the office again. Yeah. Yep. This year I've had more inquiries about 2021 weddings than I've ever had. Yes. It's Matt a, has It's too. a hot yeah. year next year. Yes, it is a hot year. <laughs> we need to get rid of this, get some vaccines, whatever needs to yeah. happen so we can all get together next year. Cool. So tell us about uh, your family. Okay, right now I have um, one son and my two grandchildren. They live with me. Soon after Ron passed last year, uh, they were living in Georgia at the time. They came back to Indiana, and they live with me. And grandkids are young enough that, you know, they need some overseeing sometimes. <laughs> so that's where Grandma comes in. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice grandma. It's nice to have so, that yeah. uh, support system mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Matt's parents live next door to us well i guess technically that's nice Mm -hmm. technically i think we live next door to them since they were there first but (laughs) yeah so we live next door so like nana can come and get zoos off the bus and Mm -hmm. when audia is tired of us especially during lockdown she was like can i go to nana's house because i am sick (laughs) of seeing your face i'm like well sick of seeing your face too yes please go (laughs) well the nice thing about where i live is uh there are 20 acres there oh so part of it's not really suitable for exploring and and walking and everything but you know we had big hay field and then there was some woods next door and so the kids had plenty to do while we were on lockdown yeah we we so. enjoyed that too i was like man if i was in like new york city or somewhere like heavily populated and had to be locked locked down i think we would not have fared quite as well, <laughs> well as we did at least during this time we were like go outside take a mm-hmm. walk go play mm-hmm. climb a tree or play with the kittens play, play with, with the ducks yeah oh my gosh we've got so many kittens <laughs> So you've mentioned uh, quite a quite a bit of tragedy in the past five years, I would say. How do you keep a positive attitude? Because you're happy all the time. Every time uh, I see you, you, seem you happy are all happy go lucky. <laughs> well, I guess I guess I just have a, a cheerful personality. I try not to be down. I have my moments, but you know, I try not to be down. I'm always pretty happy. I guess that goes back to my belief and my faith and everything. So. So what do you like to do for fun? I like to travel. Okay. But, you know, with catering business, you don't get a chance to do that much. Or with COVID, that kind of ruins spring break plans. Oh, yeah. But I like to travel. Um, I've got some friends, that girls that I went to school with. Two of them are divorced, and one just recently lost her husband. So we kind of gathered her in, and we go out and eat, and we talk and have a good time. We're, you know, kind of planning a, a little trip together here in the near future. So, you know, I... I try to do things to have something to look forward to. And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. So number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? Well, I don't really don't. I've got a lot of favorite bands. I mean, I like music, but kind of the one that's I've been listening to for the last eight, nine months is a solo piano artist by the name of Ann Trenning. And her music is just so soothing and peaceful and relaxing. I really like listening to hers. In fact, I've got her CD in my truck right now. Okay. So, and I even asked for a couple of her CDs at Christmas time, and so I didn't have to listen on YouTube all the time. <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl? I am a night owl. Okay. I always have been. I can be an early bird if I have to be, but. Um, you know, a catering job, you know, breakfast, somebody, you know, you get up at 4.30 or something to do breakfast for a large group. Haven't done that in a little while, but um, interesting thing, I've got a couple weddings coming up that they want some breakfast at 
for before they start out their day, and they're all rushing oh, around. Wow. Okay. So I'll be doing breakfast for them, and then uh, their meal, their catering later on that day. Awesome. So, but I I can be an early bird if I have to be. What's your favorite book? I really can't think of anything that I don't have time to read books. I love the Reader's Digest. I guess my favorite, and it goes back to when I was in school, I always loved Little Women. Have you ever met anyone famous? The only person that comes to mind is I'm a long time ago. It's probably back in the 70s. Uh, Red Skelton came to town, and he was he and a bodyguard or whatever walking down uh, Walnut Street, and I worked happened to work on North Walnut Street at the time, and so a whole bunch of us went out and got his autograph, and we met him. So that's probably about it. That's pretty cool. That's my dad's like favorite comedian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, I would say Dove dark chocolate. Mm. That's good. I yeah, agree. The dark good cho- it has to be the dark chocolate. I like yeah. it when we get dark chocolate because no one else in my family will eat it, so mm-hmm. it's all for me. <laughs> yeah, same way with me. What's your favorite movie? Dirty Dancing and Pretty Woman. I think those are good choices. I like, I like those too. And if they come on TV, you know, even though I've seen it a dozen times, you know, I'll watch it again. What's your hidden talent? I can wiggle my ears. Oh. What? <laughs> yes. You want to see? All yeah. right. Okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> That's a, a visual. thing. Uh, That's yeah. a visual for the podcast. So. <laughs> Trust us. She she did it. She could wiggle her ears. Do you sing in the shower? No, I do not. How about the car? Nope. Nope. All it's right. hard to sing to that piano music. Yes. Huh? Well, I, I guess that's when probably I when there's no words. <laughs> <laughs> you can make up your own words. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Both. Ooh, a both. And, and mostly the early years. I love Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. And I've seen most of the early Star Wars movies. Probably haven't seen any recent ones that have come out, but I always enjoyed them both. What's your most used emoji on your phone? The heart. Okay. And and the care with the hearts. I like that, too. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Well, thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. You're welcome. Bye. So most people know we have a six-year-old. She's going on seven. She'll be seven in November. But this girl is a manipulation queen. She is like <laughs> she wants something. This will serve her well in life. Like she yes. she wants something. She determines what she wants, and she will not let go until she gets it. Now some people might say she gets that honestly, uh, because her mother badgered <laughs> her father to give in to have a baby for over a year. So like I think she gets it honest. <laughs> So here recently, she wanted to paint her room purple, and she wanted sparkles. Sparkles. And I'm like, can you even sparkle paint? Is that even a thing? I don't know. So the manipulation queen got my mom to buy the paint and the sparkles (laughs) and to dedicate the weekend to painting the room. Yeah, because we were all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we can paint your room. We will will paint your room. Eventually, we will get to it. And she, I'm sure she knows... That we are like, she's fourth baby. She slept <laughs> in that room. It's been blue since Austin was like 10. So like, it's been that way forever. So she knew we were not going to get to it anytime soon. So she talked to Nana, conned Nana into it. And then Nana's like, all right, we are painting this bedroom this weekend. And we are like, we are? Oh, I guess we are. <laughs> she got cousin Danny to come down and like fix the the cracks in the walls and like get yep, it all ready mud. and mudded and ready to go. And, and yeah, she, she just... She knows what she wants and she just goes for it. Now, of course, we wrapped in the bathroom painting job 
because of it, since we're going to be, you well, know, since painting, we're painting, we might as might well. well get so it all done, then we so. painted our bathroom. Now that's just white and boring. But we did paint the bathroom, and then this past weekend, I decided, you know what, I the downstairs trim really needs painted in the bathroom too. So I painted that. It's turning into if you give a mouse a cookie, then he'll want a glass of milk, and then he'll want to blah, blah blah and all this stuff. Yeah. So it's turning into that, and now we're like, oh, maybe we should redo our floors. <laughs> like, it's turned into the whole thing. But it all. But all, back to Audio. Yeah, it's all. Even <laughs> last night, she wanted to play Minecraft on the PS4, but Holden has only one controller for this PS4, and he won't give it up because he has one, and it's he's, in his he's room. He's using it in his room, and it's a whole thing. So of course, I'm like, oh, I'll just buy one, and I did not realize how expensive oh. these DualShock PS4 controllers are, but they're expensive. Good to know. So glad she. But she's getting one here in a couple days. Because oh <laughs> so, <my God. laughs> she's a manipulator. She it, well, she just and I think she's our she's the fourth baby. She's our youngest. We are estranged from one of our kids, so we feel kind of bad sometimes. So we're like, oh yeah, you want it? Sure, we'll get it. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now she, one thing she hasn't gotten yet, but she has been on all quarantine from quarantine on, has been. Build me a treehouse. She wants a treehouse. She thinks Papa and Dad are going to build her this treehouse. And maybe and, Danny, right? Yeah, she's talked to Danny, cousin, who lives down the road. She, She's BFFs with him down there. She goes and like, <laughs> talks to him all the time. And she is convinced that Danny, Papa, and Matt, and maybe Uncle Keith, she talked about him too, yeah. are all going to come over to our house and build her a treehouse. And I'm like, girl, you are not getting a treehouse. It's uh-uh. just not going to happen. That's not happening. Like, No. <laughs> So while her manipulation gets a lot of things done, it is not going to result in a treehouse. We are not getting a treehouse. Now, if you hear us, you know why we we won't build a treehouse. I have a I have an entire barn at, back barn. there to explore. You, I have sheds. I have we have a many woods. structures. If you want to go back, there's a there's a tree tree stand. Tree stand back in the back woods. Back in the woods. That's a that's a treehouse right there. It is a built-in <laughs> treehouse right in the back. Just don't get shot by anybody who's shooting, hunting for deer. But yeah, we're not getting one. And then lastly, I came home Friday and she had her mindset, we are going tent camping. Oh, yes. And we went tent camping out back in the uh, Holden's Pass where Holden hurt his uh, knee Mm -hmm. a few years years ago. ago. And uh, we call that now Holden's Pass because we had to cut him out of the brush. So now oh, we have a nice little path. Oh, well, it's there. beautiful. It is back and it's covered in the you know in trees and stuff. So they went camp. Now I did not go tent camping because <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. Not be even in the backyard will she go tent camping. I don't want to. No. Plus, ugh. so yeah, they went tent camping. They made marshmallows and s'mores and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I think her ultimate manipulation was not as a six year old, but she was like three and she wanted a dog. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. And we said we are not getting a dog. We're not getting a dog. We're not we got getting a dog. a dog. Santa brought us a dog. And yes. yes, we are still paying for that decision now. So <laughs> parents, be warned. Don't give now I don't I am not the one who gives in to all of this. I just will say. No, but you're the one that fights with her all the time. Well, that's true. She doesn't fight with me because she gets her way. She yeah, because you buy her a controller, <laughs> of course. Like me, I'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, sorry, you're out of luck. You go play outside, figure out something else to do. So there you go. Don't be conned by your six year olds. 
Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has Gone Boss.